Welcome to the Sisterhood of Limitless Living podcast, season four. This podcast is dedicated to public health professionals and community leaders to help you through integrative wellness and well-being through the power of the mind. Join us as we discuss those intersections between what public health is, what the public health future can look like, how to build resilience and strength and healing for ourselves and others as we continue to serve in this field of public health and wellness. To learn more about us, visit our website at sl3podcast.com. We hope you enjoy this episode. We invite you to join us on March 1st, 2023 from 3 p.m. to 6 p.m. Pacific time as we host our Public Health Career Fair. This Career Fair event is designed for early career, mid-career, and executive level job seekers. We'll also be featuring talks on our main stage about interview practices, resume design, and finding your ideal career. We'll also be talking about entrepreneurial options as well. Join us as we speak directly in our virtual booths with HR leaders of public health related organizations who are seeking new job candidates. Get your resume out there, not just out to the void, but have the opportunity to speak directly to HR people who will actually have the opportunity to view your resume ahead of time if you choose to upload it to your registration form. To learn more, visit publichealthpodcasters.com slash careerfair. We look forward to seeing you there. Welcome back to the Sisterhood of Limitless Living podcast. In episode two, we are actually going back to our recent celebration as we launched our participation with PHPN, the Public Health Podcast Network, and um, beginning season four. So we had a great event not too long ago at the end of 2022, where we discussed the power of the mind. We shared our story and our experience of the history of the Sisterhood of Limitless Living podcast, where we began as an autoimmune podcast for women as we prepared for season four. So I hope you enjoyed this episode as we talk a little bit more about the story behind the Sisterhood of Limitless Living, and also a lot more about what the future of public health holds for us and how we can look within, how we can also serve our public health workforce and um, be a source of strength, wellness, and motivation for limitless living for ourselves and others. So I hope you enjoy this episode. You know, today we're having this conversation about Um, a lot of things. We're talking about autoimmune disease. We're talking about limitless living. We're talking about this podcast. We're talking about public health. We're talking about integrative health and interconnected health, all kinds of things, right? But to me, it makes a lot of sense because a lot of it is in um, kind of that power of the mind, taking responsibility, right? Uh, It's like a sort of radical responsibility for your life and also for your community, right? So um, you know, Emmett, like you said, some of this, um, the healing that's involved and the health that's involved and the well-being has so much to do with what we do with serving others as well, right? So your mission and your healing and your strength comes also from the people that you care for, right? And that you serve. And just having that interconnection is a very powerful aspect of community and of healing. So um, that's what I think, like all of this makes sense. All of this works together. All of this is public health. Every single one of you is part of public health. You don't need that degree in public health. You don't need a certificate. If you care for your community and you serve and you want to do something 
um, that just, you know, we have a concern for the well-being of others around you, that's public health. It really is, it comes down to that. So um, this, this presentation um, has to do with our celebration today and talking about our newest podcast into the Public Health Podcast and Media Network, which is also our oldest podcast. We've actually interviewed Emmett. We've interviewed Paula in the past for this podcast, right? Because in season one and two, we were very focused on autoimmune disease. And these are some of the friends I made along the way, people who really had that sense of empowerment, right? That sense of responsibility and, and healing to um, improve the quality of their lives, regardless of what may be going on, right? So um, that was season one and season two. So this is um, now going into public health as we bring it into the network. What does that call for a new framework of integrative and interconnected health? This is something we don't talk a lot enough about in the space of public health. Public health is so institutional, right? It is so transactional. It is so government. Um, it's really top heavy, right? It's, um, what do we call it? Um, top to down leadership, right? Um, and so everything that we do in public health seems to be directed by someone who has the most power, the most money, the most um, influence, right? And then it kind of trickles down into the community, right? And then um, traditionally, what it's like what we learned in the classroom, we have to go out and teach the community how to really be, right? How they should be eating, what they should be doing, right? And it's time to change that because it doesn't work. How many millions, billions of dollars have we spent on type 2 diabetes education, obesity, and all these other types of training um, and initiatives and interventions? They're not working, right? So there's just so much that we need to redo in public health. And I, I believe that that integrative space and that interconnected multicultural space is one way to change that. So um, the purpose, again, as I mentioned, Sisterhood of Limitless Living began as an autoimmune podcast, as simple as that for women. And because, you know, the majority were women, right? So it was just really um, easier to relate to just as being female. But I, you know, also welcomed um, Emmett and other folks into the podcast. That's how it started. We want to help redefine what public health is, you know, and it's not about, you know, government levels. I mean, that's one public health. That's not going to be enough. That's not good enough. We need another public health. And so we want to help redefine that and what well-being is. So through this particular podcast, it is about integrative and interconnected health. We're all here on this planet. Why aren't we involved in our health and well-being and around the, those that we care about and love, right? And whether that's, um, you know, by taking someone some groceries or whatever, like just even giving some kind of like social interaction, right? Just community is so healing. So there's just so many ways that we can interact and provide healing to one another. Just something like this, this conversation alone uh, can provide healing uh, today. Integrative health um, from, you know, I think kind of like the, there's some like life coaches out there, right? And they talk a lot about mind, body, and in uh, emotion. That's their thing, yeah. mind, body, spirit, and emotion. Um, but what I like to talk about is mind, body, spirit, and environment. Environment is very important when we talk about public health. Environmental health, your zip code can determine your lifespan, right? A lot of us in the field of public health know that because all the, the air quality, the noise quality, the safety, the um, education level, whatever it is, all those different varieties, access to parks, um, walking spaces, all of that actually can define how long you're going to live. So your zip code 
can determine your lifespan. So that's something oh. that we talk a lot about in, in public health. So environmental health is very important because, you know, if you're living near some like, you know, Barrio Logan um, air factory, like Dole, like, you know, factory or somewhere in the Inland Empire where there's a lot of, um, you know, Amazon trucks coming through, that's going to really impact, you know, the safety of your health, your asthma, whatever that may be taking place. So environment is very important. So um, integrative, again, um, I, I kind of just simplify it as mind, body, spirit, and uh, mm. environment. From there, uh, interconnected, just knowing that each one of us um, gets impacted by these things, right? So what Im impacts me may impact you, right? What we are all together in this situation, whether it be the pandemic or whatever, all of us are, I mean, literally the pandemic, right? People, you know, traveling from different countries or different locations, that impacts our health, right? So um, we are all interconnected. So another one here um, is an, another step. Two of the major ones, I think, are environment and eliminating racism, right? So addressing integrative and interconnected health through the elimination of racism, elimination of health disparity. Um, we can also talk about, you know, um, crime against LGBT communities. We can talk about um, crimes against um, the disabled community, things like that, right? So just caring for one another. This is the two main emphases that I think are so important right now, the environment and eliminating um, just hate against other people, right? Against others. Yeah. Um, so then the next step here, I wanna talk about um, as one of the um, components of um, Sisterhood of Limitless Living and this new, new design of what public health can be um, is radical self and collective responsibility and also creative life design. We've talked a lot about this already, right? Taking radical self-responsibility for your situation. It doesn't have to be an autoimmune disease. It doesn't have to be cancer. It doesn't have to be anything like that. But whatever you're faced with, being fully present and being fully uh, willing to go through it, right? To learn from it, get through it, get around it, whatever it needs to be. Um, and then collectively finding help and support right? Getting the help that you need. It's available, right? If we have mental health challenges, we have dif different kinds of other challenges, there are people around who can help you. Um, and then ultimately, what um, the Sisterhood of Limitless Living has been is about creative life design, right? So um, for us, it, it, for me, it was the starting point of this autoimmune disease. One thing that when I was healthy-ish um, was that, you know, I, I would meet people who had cancer and they would say, that cancer was the best thing that ever happened to them. In a way, there's a lot of ways that some type of setback can also make you find your inner strength to help you get past a lot of things as well. So I know that since I got diagnosed, I mean, if I was never diagnosed, where would I be? I don't know. What would I be doing? I don't know. But I know for a fact now that I am so much stronger mentally. I am so much stronger in being a believer on what the body can do and what your mind can do as of opposed to not having this. But best thing that ever happened to me, I don't know about that part or something. Um, so it was a total, I was totally freaked out. But what I did, I remember the moment I walked out of that emergency room and I went into the street and I just prayed. Oh, I prayed so much. I prayed so much for those first, the first several months I prayed like nonstop. Um, and I just said, you know, I am going to accept whatever this is and um, I'm going to face this. I'm going to be grateful 
for every moment that I have. And that was really a really important step for me. So from there, it started out into this um, new way of thinking and a new way of creative life design. I wouldn't say I'm thankful for my autoimmune disease, but I'm thankful for the things that it's teaching me, right? Very grateful. Um, the different models and possibilities of what life design can be and how we can translate these into public health. I don't know if any of you are familiar with Don Berwick. He's a physician, MD, and he works for, I forget which medical association, but he became pretty well known for his visionary ways of thinking about joy in work. And it had a lot to do with physician burnout. A lot of you know MDs were just really tired and working long hours and things like that, being really burned out um, and overworked. But we don't talk about that in public health, joy in public health, right? So what can we do to design new spaces and new frameworks, theoretical frameworks and, and case studies of joy in public health? That's what we need now. The blue zones is another model that we have out there. Right. So blue zones are places where um, people are living very long lives. Right. It's wonderful. Geo geographically, we're seeing these things. But let's move that beyond geography. Right. Let's move it beyond one specific zip code or one specific city. Um, how can we transcend that? Um, when I'm living in an area with really poor air quality, what can I do to improve the quality in my home? Right. What can I do? to step forward and become a representative, to petition against this new building from being built in my neighborhood, things like that, right? So that proactive design of our communities, things like that, going into like urban planning, it's even beyond geography. It's like a community like this or a nonprofit support group working together to support our well-being and quality of life, extending our lifespan um, regardless of geography. Right. So that's something I see for the future of public health. I don't know if you're familiar with Bhutan, right? The country of Bhutan, the nation of Bhutan, they have gross national happiness. And I love that. I just love that concept. Have we really thought about how to make that more international? Have we begun to take that seriously? What can happiness look like as a metric for success in public health? I think that's something that we really need to see. Happiness is not a silly concept. It's not childish. It is something that heals. It brings you um, enjoyment in life. There's actually one bullet point that forgot to make it through here, and it was the Blue Ocean Strategy. And the Blue Ocean Strategy is a little bit more, I, get, I can see why I forgot to bring it in here. Blue Ocean Strategy having to do with, has anyone heard of Blue Ocean? It's a, kind of like a Harvard Business Review or you know business school uh, topic, but basically it's when you create a new industry that you're not fighting against the existing, but you're creating something that makes the other industry obsolete. So I'm thinking gigantic organizations that don't care about people and don't care about communities. We are working on a completely different way of thinking that we actually have the potential to make them obsolete because they're not serving the well-being, the, the good of public health. I'll keep it there. I'm not going to say anymore. Anyway, so you might know we started the People's Public Health Conference last week, and it was a community response for public health versus a corporate response. So another thing is the flow state, right? So if you're familiar with um, the concept of flow, we talk a lot about that in like mindfulness conversations. If it is into like 
you know, serendipity and growth mentality and kind of like fully getting fully absorbed and immersed into what you're doing in the present moment, because it's so much fun. You forget what time it is. You forget how many hours you've been working on it and you're doing your best work. There's, it's more complex than just um, enjoying the current moment and and just really being fully immersed in it. But amazing connections begin to happen. Growth mentality is also something that, you know, we don't hear enough about, um, you know, just being willing to say, I don't know. How often right. in, in, a pub, in a job, in your public health job or wherever, are you able to say, I don't know? I've done that once and I was bullied for it. Oh, then you don't know anything, right? So I left my public health job feeling like I wasn't worth anything. It was fantastic. I left with my autoimmune diagnosis um, and relapse um, because of this very toxic, very fixed mentality environment I was working in. Very amazing things can happen when you open your eyes to the possibility of different states of happiness and um, joy. Asking yourself, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? And so when you just presented, you're on you know, this is phase three, what you've accomplished. I mean, there you go. That's a perfect flow state. You're Thanks, in it. Donna. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, when, as soon as I finished my postdoc, I was lost in 2019. Yeah. I was lost. I remember. I remember. It was frustrating. I, I wasn't getting work. I remember. I so remember. I had to create my own. This is life design. I had to create my own. Yeah. And that took a lot and you thrived and wow. <laughs> the doors that are going to continue to open so yeah yeah that's that's uh, tying it back to you girl it's like you are flow oh you are thank you paula oh beautiful yeah so some of some of y'all have known me pretty well uh, <laughs> over the years <laughs> in my struggles and diana's on here she's known me since we were in like fifth grade she she knows me very very well <laughs> that's great um, mm. Paula knows me too since like 2017, 2018. Um, mm -hmm. This is another one that I, I think is really intriguing for conversation. So beginning that up from unawareness. So like many of us, when we were diagnosed with you know illness or going through a, a negative work environment, you're like unaware of what the triggers are, unaware of what's going on, unaware of how to fix it into mindfulness. So one of the best things that happened to me when I was... Um, going to my specialist was um, the nurse um, asked me if I was interested in um, mindfulness-based stress reduction. I went to one yeah. class. So it was kind of expensive and uh, I didn't feel like it was very as culturally competent as I want it to be. It kind of, mm. you know, they're like, they love, um, they just took it from the part where it became westernized and, and from there in the mi mindfulness class. So um, I, it just wasn't for me. It was very helpful just to start to go into mindfulness and realize, wow, noticing, like, what am I saying about myself? What am I feeling? And what am I um, telling myself I can and can't do? Right. And then going into the unity consciousness. So this is kind of a Deepak Chopra kind of thing here where there's like seven levels of consciousness, right? I think cosmic consciousness, or maybe unity is the top one. I can't remember if it's unity or, or cosmic, but basically we are all interconnected, literally, scientifically, you know, mathematically, everything. We are, we genetically, we are interconnected. Um, our vision of the Sisterhood of Limitless Living podcast is to continue with multicultural perspectives, um, you know, intercultural healing. Um, I'm, I'm mixed. By the way, I'm, I'm Asian, I'm Latina. My grandfather is half black. 
So I, I'm all of these things, right? So, you know, I'm very interested in continuing the multicultural tradition of um, healing and um, ways of thinking. Proactive life design, right? So some of my favorite books are this one called The Code of the Extraordinary Mind. Um, I have another one called um, Designing Your Life. So these are just real, some of my favorite books. Real, like, what am I not doing that I actually have control over, uh -huh. right? Yeah. And then transcending challenges. So whether it be, and we're hearing a lot of this in public health, I can't find work, right? I couldn't find work. You know, my bosses are bullies or like, you know, they work against, you know, what they say they support, you know, like we support stopping the pandemic right? <laughs> or whatever. And, and they're not really doing anything to stop it, right? Public health is disease prevention. We failed. We were supposed to prevent COVID from happening. Mm -hmm right? We fail mm -hmm. and we're mm -hmm. continuing to fail. Anyway, so how do we transcend any other kinds of challenges? So that's our vision for the sisterhood of, and I call it SL3, it's a sisterhood of limitless living, just silly, but whatever, it works. And so what's ahead for us? We're going to continue our podcast interviews, podcast connections and community. Um, we're going to do radical care retreats in the future. Not exactly sure what that's going to look like yet with, you know, stuff that still happens. Um, but we're going to continue our events on relaxation, meditation, contemplation, and creative interest. We still need that in public health. We still need that as a culture. We still need, we need healing and we need rest. So what can we do in, um, you know, from a public health uh, perspective? And again, all of us, everyone is public health. Uh, I'm I'm very clear on that. Every single one of us who cares about our communities, you are public health. I will not gatekeep. I will not tell you you need an MPA, MPH. I don't have an MPH. I have an MPA. But I have a PhD in public health. But um, so every single one of us is public health. So this is very inclusive. So yeah, how you can get involved is just um, through our podcast, SL3 podcast, and more events. Thank you for attending this one today. And we have our community. We have our Patreon, things like that. And so um, now I would just love, you know, for us to have some time for discussion on the future of public health and consciousness and what this should look like. What do you envision for interconnected and integrative health? Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Sisterhood of Limitless Living. And like I said at the end of this episode, it is open for discussion. I welcome your comments and feedback on the podcast and on these topics of integrative and interconnected health. Feel free to reach me at info at publichealthpodcasters.com or visit us at our website at sl3podcast.com.